What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's Hi, Gary. Hey! Hey! It's good to be back, guys. It's good to be back and go over another issue of, of these Vader comics, man. But uh, got some interesting things this week as we all were kind of surprised post um, San Diego Comic Con. But before we get into any of this stuff and start talking and discussing, let's let DP let you guys know where to find us at. Talking and discussing, talking and discussing. That's what we do here. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Make sure that you're going to that website where you will see all your favorite social media platforms that we are on at Nerdcyclopedia. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button and also that notification button. So anytime that we're on that you know that we're on. There's also a little share button, too. So if you want to share this with all your friends, you know, if they love Star Wars stuff, if they love, you know, talking Star Wars and listen to the people talk Star Wars, make sure that you're sharing that, you know, with all your friends as well. We do also have a um, Facebook group called Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars um, group. So we talk, we we'll get your favorite memes on, you know, we talk about your favorite Star Wars stuff, stuff coming out of Comic-Con and basically everything Star Wars related. Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group, we are on there. Um, make sure that um, if you are listening to us on your phone or your radio and everything, um, download our podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, um, TuneIn, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Make sure that you are also catching our Nerd Cycle Comic Flick Show, NCFS. We talk about the crazy stuff. And we got an event coming up Monday. Ooh, listen, I want to tell you about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna promo this thing. Now, now, as you guys know, the, you know, Nerd Cycle Comic Flick Show is designed to be a little bit different than this show, where we talk about Star Wars and we keep it pretty, pretty um, direct. But we do. NCFS is designed to be a grab bag. So this week we have the trial of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have this this epic clash. Of, of of monumental brains in the nerdery coming to to grips with each other in a in a in a herculean uh struggle for supremacy in one corner a man who is so in the tank for marvel that you would think that you could turn him into the iron man suit dp brown who will be defending the marvel cinematic universe and in the other corner a man whose knowledge of what is happening in nerd cinema is so profound that I let him be the show leader on this show. <laughs> T-Mitch. <laughs> T-Mitch. That's right. These guys are going to duke it out. I'm excited, and, and, and I'm extra excited because I will be the judge. So I will be enforcing the rules of discourse, making sure things stay on track. So we will see you Monday night for Nerd Court, the very first Nerd Court, where we will have the trial of the MCU uh, specifically. MCFS Raw, people. Don't do watch need, the real one. Watch us. Do you need a court bailiff for this? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I do. I, I'd like to I'd like to volunteer. Oh, there, the bailiffs because in the house. The bailiffs. <laughs> we just got the family together. I just love it's it. Gonna, it's going to be interesting. I mean, trust me. Like I said, yeah. the credit is... The credit has ran out, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> insufficient funds. Already. written and they can't man. be cast. Yeah. Man, a little too good for everybody. Insufficient funds, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Insufficient funds. You got to give passes where passes need to be given. So, yeah, we. we yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's the preface. So, that's the teaser for you guys. There you, there you go. That's the trailer. 
It is. <laughs> Speaking of trailers, um, yeah, very interesting thing we're leading into, right? Great uh, segue. Yeah. Great segue into that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were, you know, blessed with the Star Wars just randomly out of weird time, too. I mean, typically everything's planned and it's a, you know, prime time. And I mean, this is literally out of the blue. I'm watching. We're all talking and texting and. You know, boom, yeah, an official, uh, a full Andor trailer uh, pops up out of nowhere, you know, on the um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And then, you know, I watch it and I'm thinking it's going to be just, you know, the Comic-Con or whatever, just something quick. And I mean, this is completely different. So, you know, you know what? Let's just stop talking about it and um, let's let our guy hits. Let's let you guys watch it. If whoever hasn't seen it, we'll react. All right. Let me. Um... All right. Let me see what I can do. I mean, good Lord. Thanks for all the notice. Thanks for all the notice to get that ready, by the way, everybody. (laughs) Boom. We kind of dropped it on. from the Empire. You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I need all the heroes I can get. For the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it war. It's fermenting out there, son. Fermenting. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation. There's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I have to put more money in my Disney account. Yeah, but so now that's that's streaming. That isn't a movie that's coming out in the theaters, correct? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. That, based on based on what we're saying, I mean, three episodes, is, depending that's on that's huge. That can be a movie. I mean, these are 35, 40 minutes. That's a movie. You know, there's three episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get to see. The Star Destroyer scene. I mean, come on. That's 
Yeah, the Star Destroyer. When you when you get that in a in a in a dramatic, so we're not seeing this as like you know regular you know kid see you know kid kiddish type thing or whatever. We're seeing this in a dramatic, and then when you see like the 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 Star Wars elements like the Star Destroyer, just them staring up. So we see like um the 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 people on the ground. What that's why I really wanted to been wanting to see the people on the ground. What's what's been really happening with the people? You know, you know, as far as like um, the empire taking over and all that stuff, and and how they're um, you know, reacting to all that stuff. We see the star destroyer, and then we're just seeing all types of dramatic elements. No sense of like you know humor. So it's, this is almost like this, the adult stuff that we've been asking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a, so we're getting a deep dive into the Senate that was still trying to, still struggling to keep some sort of control, and we're mm -hmm. seeing that crumble completely now at this point right because we're gonna we, i mean that was mon mothma there like what is she gonna do uh, what what is her strategy how she what's her angle how is she gonna take you know get in power with the rebellion so because really it's the senate turning into the rebellion right basically yeah. so it's one Men, they're mm. changing one 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 government for another right. this is a good segue into the uh you know this ahsoka series even on those episodes of uh you know, when we were discussing, you know, rebels and whatnot, this is really that um, that ground level. You know, when she defected, and they they we always ask. You know, they people have said, well, there's things outside of the Jedi, right? There's things outside of the high end level of Coruscant. We're actually, as ZP said, getting to that ground level of what real people, you know, not the elites, not the rich, but really how people feel. And I think this is going to be a true story of, you know, obviously him being more of a uh, middle class or maybe even a low class citizen in, in this galaxy and what their struggles are and, you know, what charge, what, you know, his story is. So very interesting because it looks like we started a, maybe a young primitive age of him, kind of like a Luke Skywalker age will be seen and we mm. see him as he grows. So I'm, I'm very interested to see, um, as we all said, you know, a real story of somebody who doesn't have the force necessarily, but really how people feel as all this is going on, you know, on top of them. And and I liked his his comment. The, the the way into the empire is to walk in the front door, like mm -hmm. literally. Don't go around back. Just walk right in the front door and, and present yourself to them, and they'll take you in. That's what he did. I mean, he was. You saw that with Han Solo as well, right? He walked right in. Yep, yep. walked right in. Walked right in the front door. Didn't hide. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. One thing I like about this trailer is it gives you a, the, the real sense of the difference in scale between like, the resources of the Empire and the resources of the Rebellion. We yeah. see this, this, these ships, these immense ships these, of destruction being scrapped, and they're, like that huge piece of that ship just collapsing off the end, right? just gives you this, this immense sense of the weight of the decay of, of the Galactic Republic. And I, I think this is an, an excellent portrayal of how you know the Palpatinian Revolution really impacted everybody not just you know in the senate so this wasn't just a, a changeover in you know government in name and nobody noticed and you know oh the republic and the empire are pretty much the same thing you know the empire started doing stuff that was very different from what the republic was doing right away um i think like like we're talking about this time scale you know andor has been fighting since he's six like we know that because he says it in in rogue one so the so the sweep of that time is 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 pretty epic and it covers this entire intertrilogy time that was you know when we talk about what was a lot what you were allowed to write about before Disney bought 
uh, Star Wars. Nobody was allowed to write any of that stuff. None. Mm -hmm. Because George Lucas wouldn't let him. So, you know, it's interesting to see them flesh out this time period. And it's great to see the Empire really running on all cylinders here. I mean, it's it's weird. We have these, like, because that's what's going on in this time. We we're going to have all these shows that are essentially like, man, Empire is like really competent. <laughs> like they're doing a really good job. Like I think, they were, like, you know, they were I mean? around for a long time. They ran. Yeah, they, they did a great it. job. I mean, you talk about Empire year twelve. I mean, that year must have been some sort of bumper year for for the Palpatinian <laughs> clique. So, you know, it must have been pretty rad to be to be one of Sheev's guys, <laughs> right when they hated the Empire. And I'm excited to see this show. I, I I've I've read some of the um you know, the production notes on this. And I, it's interesting to say, to see that this is more practical sets and more um, practical effects and in-camera effects and less of the, what do they call it? Stagecraft or the volume as they were calling yeah, it. When they invented it. I believe right. that. Yeah. 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 So that I like that. That gives it the sense of the scope, right? I love, I like that. I like the practical effects. Yeah, um, I'm I'm loving like the whole production, the whole like you know wash of color and everything. You're not seeing a whole bunch of bunch of color in this and everything. Even when we was watching Boba Fett, as soon as color came into you know with the 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 the, the Power Ranger Cycle Gang and everything, <laughs> people were like also all of a sudden you know offensive. It was offensive to them. And <laughs> this this is like even more so because we're getting like you know Rogue One. If you love Rogue One, some some to some people that's their second favorite Star Wars movie. Rogue One. That's not <laughs> the um you're you're getting like that greediness and that um that level of care to like you know to these 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 characters that we really don't know but um we know and we know of andor you know um and, and we see you know um see see you know uh uh the, the the span of time that you know he was fighting ever since he was six all the way up to when he you know became like a you know grown adult it'll be interesting to see how how, how far they go into like the fall of the empire like or if, if if the and how the perspective is from the people on the ground, are they going to go jump right into like, you know, the the empire just doing their, you know, their crazy ways and everything and just fully taking over? Or are we going to see the before and then like gradually doing the 24 episodes? Or are we going to see the 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 fall as it happens on the ground? You know, so, um, so they would have to go past. Uh, Rogue yeah, One. They, we, I don't think we'll make it past Rogue One because he dies, right? I mean, he, so. def he definitely doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he, no, def no. he doesn't see the end of. <laughs> yeah, we won't yeah, see the yeah. fall of the Rogue. We won't see the fall of the Empire. We'll see the. Um, I mean, we basically right now. Are well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You mean Not the, the fall of the Empire, the Republic. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got you. that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if anything, um, this is the infancy of the of the plans of the Death Star, so to speak. Yeah. So we'll see. How yeah. that actually evolved into becoming a super weapon, I guess. Yeah, in DP, I think that is what this is. This is the the fall of the the Senate and uh, the the Republic as it, yeah. as whatever's was left after right. uh, Revenge of the Sith. So we're going to see that whole thing because it was still there, even though Anakin destroyed the Jedi Temple. There was a lot more to the Senate than just Jedi. Yeah. It just it just fall. Yeah. Right. So, so there's there's a time there's whatever many years between Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One, you know mm -hmm. that they can they can fill in. But I think we'll definitely see the fall of the the Republic and um, it, during this. As you said so. It's two years, right? We got two years out of this out of this series. Twelve episodes, you know, yeah. first season culminating yeah. in Rogue One. 
um yeah we're gonna see like you know we're gonna see like the 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 pair the the parallel between this and um i want to say like the clone wars like some events that happened in the clone wars they're, mm -hmm. they're parallel against each other is is that what i'm i'm gathering here um i mean it's pretty close i mean this is really listed as i mean if you're looking at like the star wars calculator or star wars excuse me timeline this actually period is known as the age of the rebellion so it actually went by kind of like a, a marvel uh, cinematic universe um obviously like the pre new hope stuff obi-wan and all that would be listed as uh, age of the republic this would be now age of the rebellion and then obviously the sequel trilogy into some of the mandalorian stuff would be the um really age of it's called age of the resistance obviously because of the whatever the resistance okay. yeah okay. so this is really falls into that kind of rebellion as we said kind of the beginnings of that and this is really like the the prequel into the the whole rebellion i think they should just release this like maybe this friday <laughs> put it out I mean, now. why on earth are, are we waiting until september 21st what's significant about this Wait, what would you do if if they released it now but but some of the scenes were just like with the blue screen like you know what i mean like you ever see those production stills of like hayden christensen on the on that this thing's this thing's been in the can for months i mean they don't uh, it, it was supposed to be released at the end of august so i, I yeah. I'm, I'm curious why they mm -hmm. how they uh, it's funny how they snuck the september 21st in there because i didn't realize that until this trailer i'm like I mean, they no, see, trailer. What that's the way to do it, though. Like, we can't complain. We can't complain that you know they're shortening it because they're really not. We're just no. not getting it for three weeks and then getting them all at once, like some crappy, like you know, like if you have a second Christmas somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it's late, and you know it's all the stuff you were gonna get anyway. But you still had to wait. You said. I mean, yeah, so happy I about. It. I mean, it's not like you didn't want the, you know, the the Ghostbusters proton pack with the pool noodle thing that came out the front of it that looked like a proton jet. Like everybody I wanted, wanted that. that. I wanted that. I wanted well, I had it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Look, that was a where great is Christmas. it now? Huh? Uh, huh? That thing, I don't know where it is, but I did also. That's the same Christmas. It was uh, kindergarten. It was like 1989. I got my Nintendo. I still play on. So I know I, I do remember that Christmas rather vividly. Thank you very much, Mom and Dad. I mean Santa. I meant Santa. I meant to say Santa. Santa. Yeah. You gotta pitch. You gotta work on that, man. I know, man. I'm in trouble. That can be, what can I say? That can be disastrous. But I don't know. My 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 daughter might grow up skeptical. You never know. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of did a quick peek of like movie dates and series series dates. I don't know why they pushed it because this month has nothing and next month has nothing. So, my guess is that either. And I was listening to a couple podcasts. Either they don't want it to bump up against, you know, Marvel She-Hulk, or they don't want it to bump up against um, Game of Thrones and um, the um, Lord of the Rings, which is coming around the same time. So you push it back but a few weeks. That's perfect time Star to scale. Wars, I don't think Star Wars needs to is to, is uh, afraid to compete yeah. with anything. Uh, they they, they went ahead to change things. But it's still timing. I mean, you got like a mm -hmm. bunch of different content coming in a short amount of time. So give Andor a little bit of time to breathe. You get a lot more, you know, talk and you know, content and everything. So, I mean, I guess I kind of get that because remember, we discussed this on our last kind of show. I mean, you know, and we'll discuss this Monday, but um, the rumors are that maybe Miss Marvel's numbers were somehow affected by the dual duality of the show releases. I mean, as we'll discuss Monday, that's not the case, but you know, maybe that's, that's why maybe, as you said, they pushed it to try to stagger these releases. 
um, on Disney Plus because I mean, realistically, you can only watch one show at one time at three a.m. Right? Or if you're up, like <laughs> I am, you you only watch one, right? So I mean, for ratings, maybe that's that caused it. You know, and, a dip. And, and we're we're all nerds here and everything, but to 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 think that we these are the only shows that we ever watch, right? You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. So I really like Big Brother a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely on the, but, but it's on the back burner right now because we just got on the next, on the next hour. <laughs> We're not even gonna talk about what's going on with Big Brother. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more than just like Marvel Star Wars stuff out there to watch. So I mean, yeah. just, please don't think when you're releasing this stuff that okay, this is the only thing the nerds watch. No, we watch way more stuff than this, or at least I do. Yeah. But but when you think about like what like what this is replacing, you know, from a standpoint of Disney's business model, I mean, it's really kind of replacing ABC, the broadcast network, in right. its like production yeah. profile and its content. So, you know, it, it, at a certain point, it is sort of there should be space for more than one thing at once because it's not like you know we've we've all obviously grown up in the same media universe where it's not like the only thing we were watching the whole time up until like 2010 was one show all the way through and stopping and watching another show all the way through. It was a little bit like junior high, you know, you moved around a little bit, you'd get one period of the Sopranos and then you get a period of, you know, whatever else, uh, you know, Game of Thrones. And, and so it's, it's like a completely different consumption model. Now it's almost like if you, when it starts, you have to have enough of the total story to hook someone immediately. Right. Like yeah. you can't like, cause, cause when, like, I feel like we're so inured to this experience of like how of television, right? Like that's something that isn't necessarily hardwired into entertainment, but we still think like, when does this story end? Right. It ends after 44 minutes. It ends after 22 minutes. It ends because that's the amount of time that's allocated for that story to exist in. And that is completely different now for, for Disney. It's a, it's a delivery medium thing. It's probably like a technological advancement if you want to think about, you know, media delivery. So it's probably a good thing overall. But when you talk about like having too much stuff up on the schedule, the idea that like, like Bad Batch and this and, you know, a Marvel show like Miss Marvel couldn't live in the same universe would be like saying, you know, you couldn't have, um, you know, Parks and Rec in the office and 30 Rock all on at the, right. on the same night. You can't drop yeah. those all at once. Right. Right. It's, a, it's a, yeah, it's similar as, as you say. It's like a Netflix release. I mean, Netflix when they release Stranger Things, they have how many different titles, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely similar. Just but yeah. um, it's it's, it's, and a, it's really yeah the groundwork like you're saying to build a platform like that is really what this all stream, is. With, with streaming is a choice. It's all about choice. You know, we we got so many choices out there that you have the ability to make a choice on when you want to watch and how you want right. to watch on what parts you want to watch. And how much if you want to consume, you know, during that time period and everything. So it drops on a Wednesday, 3 a.m. So some mm. people watch 9 o'clock as soon as they get up. You know, some people watch maybe a half an hour and they might watch the rest of it, you know, at night or whatever, you know, when, when they're um, ready to do the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but at least you had that choice where, you know, 20 years ago, you had to wait till yeah, like 8 or 9 o'clock. You know, when the schedule dictated, when when ABC dictated that schedule, you had to be there. You know, it was yeah, like that, a, there was a thing called a VCR a at that point. Yeah. A VCR, <laughs> a VCR to record the the yeah. said item that came on at nine thirty, say PM on uh, you know Friday night because yeah, you were right. out like playing playing a gig or something. 
then sometime <laughs> on Saturday you could go back and rewind that and like watch it. True. So we had True. streaming through the eighties, dude. <laughs> we did. Streaming yeah. was in the seventies because yeah. we could yeah. we could record where we wanted and stream it anytime we wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in the early 2000s at 4:30, I was rushing home to watch Tsunami to get that Dragon Ball episode in. So, <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. That that 4:30 was that time. No and matter what I was it. doing, you had to be home. And you were because if you missed, you missed it, missed it's it? gone. Oh. <laughs> until, they, until they restarted the saga, yeah, mm-hmm. you were you're out. And uh, when you get to the World Championship saga against you know, and he's fighting you know Master Roshi, and then you miss like the climax of it. And the next thing you know, it's like eight years later. It's frustrating. It's a frustrating situation to, to be in. Uh, this is this is definitely better. I would say that's better. Right? Yeah, it's better. All right, so All right. let's let's let we get we got the indoor trail. Let's do let's do. Let's yeah, we'll all watch it. We'll all watch this show. Disney, you win, you win, you got yeah. us. We're a captive yeah. audience, so you yeah. could slack off on the content. Let's be honest. They could make this could this could stink, and we'd still probably yeah. watch every every minute. So let's hope that Disney is keeping it honest. Maybe they could push the release off in November. Credit card. <laughs> Hopefully that's not the Marvel one. Ooh, <laughs> hey, Monday night. Be <laughs> raw. It will be fun. But yeah, I mean, the second part of the show, and, and I'm sure a lot of you guys got into this, was really these Vader comics. And, you know, I've said this a ton of times. I'm so happy that the guys have really brought this to the forefront. I mean, really made me miss reading. You know, I, I read some of the Star Wars novels, um, but uh, to read the comics, I mean, and, and you know, Mr. Vader has, has told us about some of the early early projects and what he's read. It, you know, these comics really, not only as we discuss them, give you a sense of how, how deep, you know, these stories can go, but really, like, it's everybody's imagination. Because as you read a comic book, we all have our own ideas. We all read it. We all visualize right in our own minds, in our own head. We all visualize it differently. So I think that's what really big, mm-hmm. kind of makes me excited again is you're reading these and you were going through and you're making the sounds and doing this, you know, that visualization that you get. And, you know, I, that makes me giddy every time I read a comic book anymore. It's just like that feeling of a fantasy that, you know, I don't, I've, as I feel maybe as I get older, I don't have as much. You know, mm-hmm. but as, as you get back in those comic books, it kind of takes you back into the, the, those fantasy lands when you were young again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these group of um, issues were pretty, pretty good. You know, the last group was just OK to me and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I was enjoying this, this, this last batch for this, um, I guess, this four part, um, you know, series and everything from 20 to 25. Um, Vader's ruthless. <laughs> Vader is he's just that dude you know you know I, I I as much as I hate the empire and you know Palpatine and his 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 um manipulative ways and everything Vader he when when he's tasked to do something by Sheev you know <laughs> he gets he gets it done you know um with not so much his reluctance on his part but he he knows who his master is he knows um who um I guess who makes the bread or whatever or uh whatever thing you know you you want to call it and everything but he does he does he goes to do do his duty and mm-hmm. and I think he enjoys it you know he enjoys whipping out that uh, you know lightsaber and just slicing and dicing folks and everything you know and I believe Palpatine he and, and one thing I um caught and this was sort of towards the end of um you know the um the like the last issue um how how um dr afra when she when she was like you know trying to snitch on 
you know, palpy. I mean, switch snitch on Vader and everything. It was like, okay, oh, you know, you're about to be in trouble and everything. Um, um, Palpatine was like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. This is what I tasked you to do. You're Vader. You're coming. You're fully on the dark side. Yes, this is what I wanted. And she's like, uh, okay. But I think, you know, she was just playing chess and she is like super smart. <laughs> you know, she, she, she already knew in that instance, just on her end that she there's no way she was getting out of that alive so she tasked herself with trying to um you know um, put vader in position to to make her suffer you know and he wouldn't do it and she and she said you know she wouldn't he wouldn't be kind i think it was to the effect of what she said she knew he wouldn't be kind to put her in that you know pod and everything and have her go out into, into, into space and stuff um on the vader's end He's like, you know, just 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 into to, to, to being ruthless, into, you know, dicing like, you know, the, the silos, the, the what is that word they're called? The silo, different silo clones and everything. Um, and I love like that dynamic when the, the one silo thought he had him. He thought he had him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but we know with the plot armor that Vader has, no, he doesn't. But I love the way it played out. The great thing about this scene, even though, you know, Vader has plot armor throughout the whole thing, you like seeing how everything is played out, how the the the, the chess moves are made between the characters who think they know how to gain favor or how to overcome Vader. They just don't, you know, mm -hmm. and he just slices and dices. Yeah, he takes it. And, and the Emperor was super chatty. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think mm -hmm. there's been this many lines for Emperor Palpatine and the entire, everything that we already know then in this, in this set of, of stories. I mean, he's going on and on and on. And, and it's at one point it got a little bit for me, it got a little bit much. Like I prefer oh, yeah. him to come forward with his, his thing, you know, get his point across and kind of back off and just be there and menace a little bit. He was super chatty and DP hit like, right on the nail, the nail on the head. Is it possible for you to, uh, Steel City, can you bring up a page? If I give you a page number, can you bring up a page that we can look at and kind of examine this comic a little bit? I mean, with no notice whatsoever? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everyone at home, if you can bring up page 98 for me. Hey, I will wait. <laughs> Class. Class, I don't want to have to ask you twice. So oh well, maybe I can just show it. So this. There right? you go. Oh yeah, yeah, that was nice, nice. So nice. a lot of what T. Mitch was saying about reading comics and like getting to you know having the fantasy going on in your head. When I saw this frame come up, I was like, oh no, you, you do not. I don't. I don't care what technology you think you have. I don't care what kind of card you think you just played on Darth Vader. You do not put your hand on his head like he's a dog. Right. Like, Right. That's right. right. It's gonna be over. I mean, you just don't. You just don't do that. I don't care who you are, right? You don't treat this this man machine like like a puppy. And like yeah. you put it, you're, at this point, this was the pinnacle of Vader's power. I mean, this showed that there was yeah. nothing standing in this gentleman's way of getting his point across. And if you you remember the the frames. This goes back to Anakin on the, the beach at Mustafar having a having a fire bath, and Obi Wan, you know, throwing him there. But then it turns a little bit. It gets real dark. Like he actually 
it, it, it Obi Wan throws the torso into the into the into the lava, which we yeah. know doesn't happen. And right. uh, and then Vader in the in the uniform steps out like uh, something out of like Lord of the Rings, like I don't know, like a, like an org or something coming out of the fire, and cuts Obi Wan in half, which I think T Mitch really liked. Like deep down, I think that really poetic justice. A little bit, so, but little it turned. It, it was like him thinking, "Okay, this guy thinks he has me beat, right?" But no, he doesn't, because I can go different directions with the force. I can yes. use the force and bend things to 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 affect my will. And damn if he don't. I mean, yeah. and what does he say? He says, "You you don't know. You don't know. The force is un." You know, it's it's changeable. You know, like the the little the glimpse we got from what was that in Rebels with the different timelines. I mean, anything can happen with the Force if you bend it properly. And this shows just how powerful Vader is. Not only here, but also taken out of Rancor, which has been, I mean, mechanically uh, enhanced to intelligently tell him. You know, so we've read. Three, well, four volumes of this story. This one, to me, uh, pulled out all the stops and really yeah. kind of yeah. got rid of all the the fluff and really got to brass tacks. And okay. I like, I like the, I like the way they they put a coda on it and summed up a lot of stuff and explain, you know, yeah. answered some questions about his sort of childhood anger and where that might have might have come from. Uh, they did a very good job. It was very movie ish, like this series of uh this this particular volume was very movie-ish to me i enjoyed it yeah um and that's why i'm d vader because he's business he's all business front and back yeah well, well i mean yeah it was it was cool though too as you guys said i mean this was really the first kind of insinuation of anakin being a product of the forest right i mean as he's having these kind of visions and everything and we see Palpatine, we see his mom Shmi, uh, you know, Skywalker Lars, as we call it, which is was interesting. Um, and it's kind of that 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 story, that duality that we didn't have. That's you know, canon. It's not canon. It's EU. It's not EU. But uh, it was kind of cool to, to, as you said, to see that. Really, this you know the, the different tale. I think I think this is the Vader we all wanted to see. We were hoping to see, um, but it just happened to play out in, in comic form. So it was cool to kind of get this part of it to get this understanding of it. And, and maybe this is maybe why we may not get a series um, because of the way these play out. I mean, the, the stories were written so great. Even the, I mean, we discussed all the time, the artwork that cover art on the last, on the last episode, I think of that was that him in the, um, in the uh, Mustafar fire. Yeah. yeah. And him like walking out of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just excellent, exceptional stuff. So super fun. And yeah. this is a great Star Wars story too, because it has it has everything you want from a standpoint of like, it has the droids, and I I, I love the droids in this. the The murder droids are so hilarious. They're just like you know bound by no morality except their prime directive to you know only kill the people that master once dead. Right, like that's it. That's the only thing that stops them. I like the whole explanation of the assassin droid, like what's going on with them, and then you know the double cross. That whole line where it's like, I, I do you think he's treated those droids really well? <laughs> and you know the answer is no. Like, there's no and, I, and I love that the joke is that the answer is never yes. It's never been yes ever. No one's ever treated a droid right in the Star Wars universe. So, you know, you kind of understand the murderous, uh, 
the murderous uh, return. Although, you know, the other thing is, I, I remember droid armies being used to some great degree to do some killing in the recent past in this universe. So maybe, I, I really think they should probably do better explaining how, how you know, why that wasn't the same thing. As yeah, just how that's different. But who cares for a comic book, right? All the imagery of, of uh, Darth Vader rising out of the uh, the lava, I loved it. I loved how they showed that that uh, burn up metal hand that he was pulling himself out of the lava with in, uh, in episode three. And, you know, I, I think that showing him as using the force to overcome the technological limitations actually answers a lot of questions about what's going on with his stupid suit. So for me, it's a real, I mean, this is just a really yeah. great story. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, to touch on, um, um, when the when triple zero was was instructed by um I guess they were to bring Doctor Africa back and and um Doctor Africa was like well you know you completed your director right so so <laughs> negotiate with that droid to 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 remind him okay well you complete director so now you're back under my hey, control uh -huh. <laughs> and the and the droid was like damn you're right <laughs> you know, like, that, was, that just had me just like dying it's like because the droid so to, to, to hit this point the the hilarity about about you know triple zero especially is the fact that he has so many side remarks that just make you just like wow you know if i could see this in like live action form i would just be laughing and dying all day but the to, to every like murderous thing that he's just enjoying you know, to doing and everything and suggesting that they should do, you know, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, CP3O just has like this dark, 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 dark side, you know, um, him and, um, you know, R2D2, we, 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 we get in, um, you know, Bati and everything. Um, so to, to, to have them too, is like the comic relief of a Vader thing. I mean, it just falls, it, the, the, the harmony and everything is just right there. So, I'm, I'm I enjoy like their banter, especially this set of set of um 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 issues, like you know the whole time. You know what's what's really interesting about these issues as we read this last set specifically, and we got towards the end as we saw Vader with these like you know as we call them flashbacks as we've seen in the comics, and being Anakin, we see a revision. Um, of the Jedi temple scene in which he went through. Um, as I was reading these, I really, really, really hit home that like these comics, as we discussed, look like the stuff that we see on the Filoni verse. I mean, the storyboards, the flashbacks, it almost looks like when they're doing the storyboards, it's like comic format because as a comic lays out and we lay these storyboards out and, and visualize this in my mind, I literally can visualize this as they're putting this on the screen as we're watching now. So really interesting. I don't know as far as obviously we're not in, in the production that they're in, but it'd be fun to see the storyboards, how they create these, because they seem to follow like this comic book style format that we're reading currently. Um, yeah. It's really, I think really it's very similar, isn't it? It is. Isn't the, yeah, to me, the it is. process is very yeah. similar to how they're, you know, like we always say, wow, this would be great to see this on the screen. Well, is, you yeah. could, you really could take, if you wanted to take any comic book, flesh it out and they would just have to do the cuts. Like the edits would have to be a little bit filled in, right? You'd have to like put a little bit more in going from like one, one scene to another, but you've got the artwork, you've got the concept, you know what the special effects are, throw a little music in there and you got yourself a motion picture. 
you know so yeah. comics were really i mean the comics go back to i mean the 30s right 20s where they used to draw pictures and somebody had the idea let, let's do this but let's let's put it on on let's let's film it let's put it on a screen i mean it makes sense you know to do things that way the storyboards and everything like you said teammates you know we know we're not in on the whole production side like the thought process and all the the processes that have to go into place but someone could take these vader volumes and turn them into a uh, you know a series real easy because they're so well thought of thought about i mean the the stories and the this the script is already there all you need to do is throw a soundtrack in and edit the stuff together so it makes sense on a big screen i mean it'd be legit i'd, I'd totally go see it or watch it on disney it's funny how you know the, these characters in here just love putting Vader to the test and everything. It's like everybody you know he meets, you know they just try him. Like, why do you even do that? You know, they, they like this one guy, the, the black guy. Um, I forget his name, but he's like early, in one of the early part of the issues. Um, the 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 um, he's one of the uh, the the people he, that the the emperor puts to like check him, right? Yeah, yeah. What are they yep. thinking? Yeah, I mean, he said, okay, well, you're not going to kill me. I mean, it's just, I, I'm, it, you're not going to kill me and everything. And, of course, Vader does exactly that. <laughs> you know, as soon as he tells him, like, you know, we're, we're exactly where, um, the you know, his son is. Oh, I'm sorry, was it the son that he was looking for? Um, or the, um, or he's Dr. always looking for his son. Yeah, yeah, but he, he, he revealed a piece of, like, information that Vader wanted. Um, and as soon as Vader got that information, <laughs> that was it, you know. Um, and I, I just saw that wow, you know, I mean, it seemed like he had Vader in a corner, but of course not, you know. Vader, he he's he's a type where you know, um, you 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 think you can put him in a corner and everything, and no, he he just he knows he's that powerful where he doesn't care, you know. His, his nobody people, puts Darth in a corner. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm -hmm. he's he's not all about taking over the galaxy. He's about complete missions. You know, he's doing his his work, you know, and if you do things to try to get in his way and everything, you know, it's just like just just crazy. So so after like we was talking about in, at the end there, you know, she was talking about, OK, well, you got like um, um, trying to take over empire within an empire, something to that effect and everything. Um, and I'm very surprised that uh, that Palpatine, you know, was talking with her and everything, um, because we like like um, like Ken was saying, we see we see Palpatine talking a lot, you know, you know, during these mm -hmm. these issues and everything. And to have, you know, um, Alfred just wait with him there, you know, until Vader came, I'm sitting there like, well, you know, what is this conversation? You know what was the conversation before? <laughs> yeah, where where is it going? Like, why did why did this happen? I mean, does she she's got to be thinking? Well, this is probably not the best position for me, but she thinks she has a um, like an ace, a card, it's like she's holding something that Vader still is gonna like keep her around, or or is she still important to him? But honestly, I mean, she fulfilled her obligation she did everything that he needed her to do and and he can dispatch her at any moment which she, she does she, she played it well I and mean, which she said yeah. like, the best thing that happened in my situation was i needed vader to think that i was dead and i needed mm -hmm. him to think that it was me that that was that it was him that killed me and everything you know 
So she can go off on about her way. And she, she's still in control of triple zero and everything, right? Because it seemed like mm-hmm. she had that yeah. whole plan just set. So she's being like hella smart, you know, about how, um you know, put, putting her in a position to survive against Darth where we was talking about all these other characters like you know the um the one guy in the silos and everything and the um the one that was controlling the um the rancor and everything you know they thought they had Vader in the corner um you know with with Dr. Afra she's sort of like one step ahead while she can't take out Vader and everything she can survive him you know yep. so um I'm interested to see how um you know that that you know um I'm not sure exactly what issues we're going to be reading next, but how the story continues with her um, and also Vader, you know. I mean, it's just it's a smart play in the comics and a smart play in the story, because, you know, as we mentioned, I mean, we're going to all these other places and you're right. Everybody's trying Vader because, you know, to, to most people's idea, you don't see Sith. They're not like Jedi. They weren't readily available. So you see this all powerful person that you don't know that's powerful it's just like anybody else in a fight, right? I mean, you walk into a guy that you don't think is a UFC fighter, you, you might want to test him, right? You want to test him. And then these people keep testing him, and it seems that he keeps raising his game. And it's almost like an exhibition for him, right? He's able to fine-tune himself through all these trials and tribulations. Um, and, it, and and as you said with the Dr. Afro piece, very interesting kind of character play because we talk about Tarkin and these other species, right, that become – so evident in the empire that aren't force users. And, and and it's a great really asset to the empire to not just have Sith, to not have force users, but Palpatine understands these other species are, are just as important. And it's basically a test on the species, right? To see this, this is this intelligent um, without the force. So this may be an, you know, an ally that I can use and we can hone um, instead of basically maybe enslaving some of them or, or, or forcing them to mining worlds, you know? So I, I kind of like the duality and how they, they kind of show, you know, the strength of other species. Like, as we talk about, you know, Tarkin and, and even, you know, the guy who's, we'll see very soon here, you know, hopefully in the series we're leading up to. Yeah. The big blue guy, right? Oh, Thrawn. Correct. So it's another species, you know, that, you know, is or, or Max Rebo. These, who are you talking about? Right? Max Rebo? Thrawn. He's a big blue guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's just, yeah, that it's, man it's is all about love and music, yeah. not about warfare and the Navy. Exactly. And that's, that's going to be the downfall of the Galactic Empire because they're going to put Max yeah. Rebo in charge of the Death Star. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must say, though, I do like these. Um, you know, kind of taking it back to the Andor trailer real quick. I love these costumes. Like, the, you know, the Empire, like, it's, they look so, they make it seem so cool, right? You know, it's just, they make it seem cool. Maybe that's why a lot of people join and, and fall and the rebellion is what it is, but. Yeah, you, know. you want to you want to be on the side that you're safe, you're, you think that you're safest with, you know. Yeah. And, so. and that's why every kid in on every planet in the entire galaxy, universe, wanted to join the Imperial Navy. Because they had the marketing, they could make you could see you know new worlds, you could destroy hundreds of thousands of people that you wow. didn't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't care anything about them, you know. No, no, no part of saving lives. They've right. completely locked down inter interplanetary travel, and it's the only way off planet. Mm-hmm. So join the Imperial Navy right over so here. It's a great sales job. 
Because if you want off planet, guess what? There's one way. <laughs> and, and they'll even give you a last name if you don't have one. <laughs> and they'll think about it too. They'll... Hmm, solo. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. I get out of here, Han Solo. I've got to get back to colonizing. <laughs> Little did that guy know he created a a thing like uh like an, an anomaly, a hero. He created a hero. He created a smuggler, and uh, he instilled a little bit of anger in a human. So I imagine half of job. half of being a force sensitive is like th thinking about whether or not to let Han Solo pass and being like, eh, no. <laughs> like that's most of what it's like to have the force. Uh, yeah, that seems like a bad. No, idea. we're not gonna let yeah. this guy through. Make <laughs> him fight in the for army. It. Not gonna let you be in the army. The only way off planet. The one way. All right. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, they... we don't get a lot of stormtroopers in this either. You know, we no. like, or droids like, or droids. Or droids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vader is basically he come, he's coming in, slicing and dicing by himself. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, very confidently. <laughs> very confidently. <laughs> what happened? I love when they just like like they don't need to show us what Vader how Vader got on the Star Destroyer. Yeah, they just tell us like I bet he jumped off and then just cut his way in. And then we're, everybody reading the comic book is just like that is probably what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> I bet that's what he did. And they, they just dramatically have him in the shadows, you know, coming out, you know. And, yeah, he's like, oh, oh yeah, you can't just have like the lightsaber, the red lightsaber there. That's it. That's how you know he's there, you know. So right. he's already done his damage way before. So in our head canon, in our mind, we know what he's it's done. done. All they have to show you is the saber handle and a little bit of blade coming up. And you already know what's happening. There's just That's some it. poor guy who like five minutes ago was like, you know, mopping the floor. He's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like the stormtroopers that turn around in those in those sequel series. You know, there's always some guys like, mm, you know what? He can have that. It's always okay. <laughs> It's interesting to see them constructing the executor. You know, I, I think that that seeing that as like the, the intermediary weapon, like that was the thing Palpatine put together to like build the stop gap in between the Death Stars was this enormous like city ship or whatever the hell. that's like a thousand times bigger than the things he's been making that have dominated planets. Yeah. So I, th I think it's interesting to see the executor itself get its due because I think that, you know, you know, we talk about Death Star 1 talk about death star 2 but this thing is a t is a technological terror uh of its own mm -hmm. the super star destroyer yeah i always thought they should have called it the executor i don't know why because it just it just made sense that this thing would just would execute everything in its path and and it did and had that fear like rebel pilots just their hearts exploded inside their chest when they <laughs> came out of hyperspace and that's what they were supposed to Wait, this is my mission? No, 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 no. This is not. This is... No, 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 no. I didn't sign on for this. It's kind of like what in the sequel trilogy? What do they name it? The dreadnoughts. Like, the you dreadnought. know, yeah. you yeah. see the dreadnought. You know, it's like the scary. It's like scary. They each like have it explode. They could each blow up a planet. Well, how? Wait, wouldn't they need a lot of kyber crystals for that? Where'd they get all the kyber crystals? Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> stop talking like that. Anyway, 
but this is I think the artwork is really great. All the I think sometimes with comic books, if I'm if I'm reading and I and I go too fast, I get confused with the kinetics of scenes sometimes. Where I'm like, wait, wasn't that guy standing next to this guy? And I have to go back and look. But that's not something that ever took place at any point in time while we were reading these. I, I thought the action itself is is uh, is really seamless. And I think it speaks to what you guys were saying about how it looks like storyboards. And it seems like it would translate so well to the screen because we can you can see that if they use this as the backbone and just put in some of that, you know, you know, you could you they could spin it a little bit and make it seem like was that actually a vision he was having of Obi Wan or was that really Obi Wan talking to him? Which is probably you know my guess is what they do. I think there's a lot of legs for that. I think it could be really cool. So I, I, I am enthusiastic about them making these stories like this, filling in a little bit of the gap on the on the Emperor. Interesting that he sees uh, sees Dooku as a neutron bomb or something like that. You know, set it and forget it, gone. Who cares? He's like, ah, I was going to replace him anyway. We're going to tread our center fielder. We had a better guy in the minors. <laughs> you know, you go out and draft. Like, you know, you get the first pick in the draft and you know, you go out and you draft like an NBA center, you know what I mean? Like one of those guys that's like, you know, like Zion, right? Like, you know, and you're the guy that plays that position on that team. Like, you know, like, you know, you're not going to start next year. You know, you're gone. Like, so it is what it is. But I like that Palpatine's always going for the best. Right. Yeah. Because Darth Maul didn't cut it, I guess, right? <laughs> it was a loss. Right. It's kind of like being a Cleveland fan, right? Oh, my goodness. All right. No pun intended. Let's, let's, let's not get into like over, uh, you know, state to state uh, uh, warfare here. We want, yeah. we want everyone to watch us. We don't care where you are. Oh man, look at the no, time. No pun intended. Yeah, right? <laughs> look no at the time. Intended. Is that six or twelve or sixteen? <laughs> it's not three. It's not three a.m. for sure, and it's not. You know, it's not, not a Disney release or not a Marvel release. So, yeah, guys, you know, I mean. Another exciting episode. Obviously, we, we started with that big Andor release, and I'm sure, you know, we, we've we heard, and I know Hitch kind of alluded to it as well. I mean, this Ahsoka trailer's out. Um, I've heard it's finished. They're polishing some things on it. I mean, who knows when that'll hit. That can hit at any time. So that's really the next big release. Um, Can't wait for um, that one. Another Bad Batch. I think they're going to do the Bad Batch full trailer as well. So. Yeah. yeah, you know, we, we're keeping our eyes peeled. And, and as everybody said, you know, if you guys, you know, do catch it or anything beforehand or any leaks or anything, I know I've seen it Ahsoka trailer leaks. I've already seen it a couple times, you know, online. But, um, yeah, if you guys see anything, please put it in the groups. You know, we can interact with it, react to it as well. And, you know, if you guys have anything you guys want us to react to, please, as I said, comment on it. Anything you guys want us to bring up, you know, on any of our streams, please mention it to us. We love to discuss things and, and give fan feedback. It's not just our opinion, but it's your opinion as well. So that's something we've we've always pushed on the channel as far as giving everybody a vision, not just our four visions. But um, yeah, guys, DP, what, what, what do we have planned next coming up here? Hey, Monday night. Monday night, MCFS Monday. Raw coming in the house. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming you know, in, and apparently we got you know Will Bailiff, you know, coming with us too. So you will see us you, back Monday because you got to. Someone has to be there to control YouTube because you're going to be at. <laughs> now, are you going all the way back to the beginning of Marvel? Like, are you going back to? The terms of the indictment have been stipulated as such that the Marvel universe has vastly underperformed since Endgame and has allowed itself to be surpassed specifically by the Matt Reeves Batman film, which has oh my, been, oh my goodness. which has been stated as being superior to anything 
else Marvel has done. Okay. So the two oh, questions so are there one, definitely has to be rules. So so I'll, one, oh, there's plenty of rules here. I mean, I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna run a tight ship. I don't want yeah, anyone yeah. thinking that they're gonna get a freebie in uh, on me. If you better have some some evidentiaries, I would yeah. recommend researching the box office numbers because I'm not gonna. Somebody says a lot of money, and I'm going to tell them to stuff it. I'm got an objection. I'm going to say sustain, sustain speculative. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yes, there will definitely be more arguments. How much money? Financial, you know. We got we got receipts. All they all Marvel has is really is, is box office receipts. Oh my goodness! Hey, but there's so know, many. People, a lot of people got to watch, and they keep on coming. So hey, know, I just money, can't wait until the not... cross examination about uh about the Nolan verse. So the real question is: Has has DC produced? Has Marvel produced anything as good as The Dark Knight at all? That's my question. I mean, I, I want to see. Mm -hmm. I want to see. You know, if I rewatch The Dark movie. Knight, would it feel? Would it feel age? I have my own questions, but the main questions for this Monday are going to be: Has it underperformed since Endgame? And what? Is there anything there that is better uh, than the Batman? So I'm excited to uh, adjudicate this dispute. With prejudice. <laughs> There's a game yeah, guys. Definitely, definitely. And then, you know, with um, obviously Carbonite Bounty BS, um, you guys stay peeled. And until next episode, this is a way. This, this is, is the way. way.